back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 364. We're going to highlight some of the players that stood out at the Senior Bowl and Senior Bowl practices. And we're going to continue our journey, checking in on each position group for our Los Angeles Rams. This episode, I'm going to jump over to special teams. Going to be a pretty short segment, to be honest with you, but we'll get that out of the way and then move on to the Senior Bowl stuff. And then our next episode, we will get into the interior offensive line. That'll be a much more in-depth and interesting conversation, I think. More of a lecture, I guess, than a conversation because it's just me. Episode 364, I was trying to find someone that wore number 64 to talk about, and this might be one of the shallowest pool of players as far as Rams who wore a particular number. I came up with Andy McCollum, and he was a member of our offensive line, took over the year after we won the Super Bowl over the Titans, became the starter in 2000, Mike Mart's first year as a head coach and started in the next Super Bowl, the one against the Patriots. Played for the Rams from 1999 to 2007. Ended up with 109 starts for the St. Louis Rams. That's our number 64. Not a lot to choose from, but Andy McCollum, pretty decent offensive lineman. Played in a Super Bowl, so there is that. So let's talk about our special teams unit. I think we're okay at punter. Ethan Evans, pretty decent rookie year. Is he a future Pro Bowl punter? Probably not, but I think he's good enough. I don't think we need to be concerned about improving that position in 2024. And Alex Ward, solid as a long snapper, then suffered the injury, so he'll be back. I think we're squared away at long snapper and punter. Now, before I get to place kicker, let's talk about our kick returner. And we really don't have one. It's really been an afterthought for a while now. We have a designated fair catcher in Austin Trammell. And we have a designated, even on kickoffs, a designated fair catcher, actually, or a designated watch-the-ball-go-over-your-head guy, Trammell again. Maybe we need to get a little more serious about our return game, or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe we should just be satisfied with starting the ball at the 25 or wherever we happen to fair catch our punts. But man, do we miss the days of Brandon Powell returning punts 15, 20 yards and improving our field position. I kind of miss it. And there is one guy on our roster that may be able to fill that role, Xavier Smith. Smith returned punts and kicks at Florida A&M. I'm not going to drown you with stats, but he was pretty good at it. And he also has potential as a gadget player, could be used on jet sweeps. So if he makes this roster, maybe he's the guy. I don't know what the Rams do. I wouldn't be surprised if they continued this strategy of having someone like Cooper Cup stand back there and fair catch the ball. And I don't think we necessarily should target a returner per se in the draft, but something to keep your eye on. 
Maybe Xavier Smith makes this roster and becomes our returner. I don't know what else to say about it. Ronnie Rivers has become too valuable as a backup running back, but we need to improve it, that's for sure. Now let's talk about our place kicker. A lot of people will say, never draft a kicker. Don't waste a pick on a kicker. I beg to differ, and I know some of my partners on the round table are going to push back on that, but I think we need to use a draft pick on a kicker as long as we have 10 or 11 picks. Now, if we end up with 7 or 8, no, we can't use one on a kicker, but we need to find one somehow, some way. Maybe hope a couple of the top guys don't get drafted. Will Reichard, the kicker out of Alabama, and the one I really like, Joshua Cardi, the kicker out of Stanford, 62208. That's a guy Scott Richmond wants us to use a draft pick on, and he fared well in the senior ball, hit a 52-yarder. So that is definitely an option. So Cardi's an option if you have 10 or 11 picks. Now, I'm not suggesting we copy the San Francisco 49ers approach and use a third-round pick on someone like Jake Moody. No, that's a big mistake. But if Cardi was there in, I don't know, the sixth round, I would jump all over it as long as we have a bevy of picks and we haven't traded up and reduced the number of picks we have. Unrestricted free agent kickers. Some good names up there. Kai Fairbarn is available. Solid, consistent kicker. Greg the Leg. How would you like to have Greg the Leg come back? Love that guy. Getting up there in years, though. 36 years old. I think any one of these unrestricted free agents would be an improvement over Brett Maurer, for sure. Will Lutz, Nick Folk, Brandon McManus, to name a few. Fairburn, by the way, is from Hawaii and played his college football at UCLA, so it'd be a little bit of a homecoming for him. Yeah, I'd like to keep you up on other mock drafts that experts across NFL media are sharing. And this one I really don't like, Eric Edholm on NFL.com. He had the Rams selecting J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback out of Michigan. I don't know, man. I'd be really disappointed if the Rams went that route. Drafting their quarterback of the future, apparently. I'm not sold on McCarthy in the first place. Maybe if it was Caleb Williams or Drake May, I'd get excited and be all in. But drafting McCarthy, not a sure thing, I'm telling you. And in this mock draft, who was available? The next pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers took Quinion Mitchell, the, the cornerback that was tearing it up at senior bowl practices. Jackson Powers Johnson, the interior offensive lineman out of Oregon. Hey, you're going to hear a lot about him when we start talking about interior offensive linemen. Brian Thomas, the wide receiver out of LSU, went a couple selections later. Another promising cornerback, Nate Wiggins, was still on the board. Amarius Mims, a potential franchise left tackle. He went to the Cowboys with the 24th pick. Cooper DeGene, the defensive back. A lot of people have been mocking him to the Rams. He went to the Packers with a 25th pick. But no, Eric has the Rams selecting J.J. McCarthy. Man, not feeling that at all. I've seen a few people predicting the Rams will take McCarthy. I certainly hope they're wrong. Not loving it. Okay, let's talk about the senior poll. Let's focus on some players who improved their draft stock over practices and especially in the game. We talked about a lot of these guys already that were stepping up. And unfortunately, a lot of them didn't play in the game. That includes defensive backs Quinion Mitchell and Kyrie Jackson. 
the edge rusher out of UCLA, Laia Latu, probably butchering that name again. The offensive lineman out of Oregon State that I mocked at the Rams, Taliesi Fuaga, and a bunch of other guys. But let's talk about the guys that played in the game and through the course of the weekend, the game improved their stock. Tried to pick one guy per position. Let's start with quarterback Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. Probably a late round pick. Questions about his character is what I'm reading. Just repeating what I read. No first-hand knowledge, obviously, on that, but a lot of people question his leadership ability. Some personality quirks, perhaps, but he ended up being named MVP of the game, elevated himself probably into a mid-round pick for sure. Actually outperformed the two Pac-12 quarterbacks, Michael Penix and Bo Nix, in practices and in the game. So Spencer Rattler may be a future NFL quarterback after all. At the running back position, Amani Bailey out of TCU really shined. 5'9", 205-pound running back. He started the game for the American team and got involved in the passing game too. He was a day three pick going in, may have elevated himself as a day two pick, looked really good in the game. Now this is a really crowded wide receiver group in the 2024 NFL draft and anything you can do to show your skill set is only going to help. I mean, you got to take advantage of every opportunity. And Jamari Thrash, the wide receiver out of Louisville, did that all week long and in the game. Came in as probably outside the top 15. Again, this is a really deep class, but he stood out all week long. 6'1", 185. He doesn't really flash in any particular area, but he does everything really well. Showed off his vertical skills and his red zone ability. Good hands. He's the whole package. Not great in any particular area, but definitely an NFL wide receiver. Might have worked his way into the conversation as far as a day two draft pick, second or third round. Special teams, Joshua Cardi, the Stanford guy, already talked about him in our special teams review, hit a 52-yarder in the game. That's going to help his stock. On the defensive side, defensive line, Braden Fisk out of Florida State. Everybody's talking about him. He was the 93rd ranked prospect on Draft Tech prior to this weekend. He's probably going to jump up a little bit. They're calling him a three technique, a little undersized, 6'4", 295. He had four tackles, one and a half tackles for a loss, and half a sack in the senior ball, and that was after tearing it up all week long. Seems like the type of guy the Rams would love. I mean, they draft senior ball players every year. I would think Braden Fisk might have caught their eye. Cornerback Jarvis Brownlee Jr. looked really good all week long, had a great week of practice, then had a red zone interception in the game. He barely broke into the top 200 on Draft Tech's top 500 list. Now he's probably in the conversation as a fifth or sixth round pick and The Rams need cornerbacks. I suspect they're going to pick one early and another one late. Maybe Brown Lee will be their second cornerback chosen. Of course, I thought the Rams were going to take two cornerbacks last year, and that didn't happen. Just the sixth-round pick, Trey Tomlinson. And maybe we're overstating the Rams' need at cornerback. Maybe they're going to bring back Witherspoon, and they're happy with Darion Kendrick and Kobe Durant. I don't know, man. There were times where I love those two young guys, but then there's other times where it's like, man, we need to go out and get our number one cornerback, and we need one fast. 
So we'll see. Could be misjudging how the Rams feel about their cornerback room. Now, we know the Rams like to draft safeties late, and Javon Bullard, the safety out of Georgia, is not going to last long, but he showed his versatility. Can move up and play cornerback, the slot position, can play in the box, can play free safety. Did all of that at Georgia, one of the best defenses in college football, and he got on the field as an underclassman. So he's played everywhere for that defense, and he played really well just really fundamentally sound and can bring it in the run game, can cover tight ends. This is the type of guy that you have him in your secondary room and it just gives you so much flexibility. But he's going to be gone by the end of the second round. Rams don't draft safeties early. Taylor Rapp would be one exception. So we'll have to see. We haven't done a review of the Rams safety and cornerback rooms yet. But when we do, we'll talk about Bullard a little bit more. Another position the Rams don't really value in the draft so much is linebacker. But Trevin Wallace, a linebacker out of Kentucky, had a really good week and a good game. Six feet one, 244 pounds. So your first thought is he's a inside linebacker that brings the wood. But he showed off his athleticism in practices and in the game can stay on the field as a three-down linebacker is what I'm thinking. Now, he was outside the top 200 of draft techs rankings. CBS Sports had him at 145 and the 13th ranked inside linebacker. So he's probably going to go early day three after the senior bowl. So he's a guy the Rams may take a look at if they want to add a linebacker. And on the edge, Marcus Harris out of Auburn really had a good day. Spent a lot of time in the American team's backfield, bringing the heat in the passing and the run game. Reportedly had a really good week of practice. He came into the senior balls, probably a seventh round pick, and he may have worked his way up into the mid rounds with his performance this week and in the game. We'll try to revisit the senior bowl performances and the senior bowl practice performances in one of our roundtables, but that's what I got for you now. The guys that really stood out on game day and who also showed a little bit during the practices as well. And then there's the Pro Bowl. Yes, there was a Pro Bowl of some sort, some competitions, I guess. I don't even know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't pay attention to it. Read a couple little blurbs about it. Nothing more to add on the Pro Bowl. Not even sure why they have it. But hey, they're trying to find a way of entertaining fans while minimizing the risk of injury to players. So I get it. Just not something I'm really interested in watching, so I have nothing to share with you regarding the Pro Bowl, and I apologize for that. That's going to do it this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there